Hello everyone, welcome to the Christian Vibe Podcast with your host, Kagoda Simon. It's always a blessing and an honor to host you in this podcast, and I'm so blessed that you're tuning in today. Today, I wanted to speak about something that is so vital in the Christian faith, and it concerns our knowledge of God. For our knowledge of God will always define our liberties in God, and these liberties are the things that will always set us apart from fellow believers and the way how we see things and how we do things because there's a higher realm in which we will function if we have higher liberties than those who don't have higher liberties than us. So I wanted to share something in line with that and it's what I call the noble Christian. What does it mean to be a noble Christian and what does it mean to carry ability in the Christian faith? To start off, I'm going to read a text in the book of Acts chapter 17 from verses 10 to 11 which says, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. A brief background to the story, this portion of scripture comes as a result of the Macedonian vision which takes place in the book of Acts chapter 16 where in the night Paul gets a vision of a man in Macedonia calling unto him for help. So the next morning we see Paul and his companion gathered up themselves and leave the town of Trios to come to the region of Macedonia. And one of the first places they reached in the region of Macedonia was Philippi where they preached the gospel there and many people believed and many people were saved. And the next town we see now starting the book of Acts chapter 17 is Thessalonica. But the way the Jews in Thessalonica received these apostles was not the same way they received, the guys of Philippi received the apostles. In that when Paul and his companions went into the synagogues, as his manner was, Paul always had this thing in mind that in every place he, would go, he could go to, the first places he would go to preach the gospel was the synagogues because he knew that these guys at least had some connection with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So he could start from there to give them a blueprint for believing. But we see that when these guys come to the town of Thessalonica, the Jews there, most of them did not believe on what the apostles were saying. So they started persecuting them, calling them blasphemous people, calling them that these guys want to overthrow the government because they're saying there's another king apart from Caesar. So these guys rise up against and his companions they start persecuting them and we see that the Christians who had believed there some of them they gathered up and say you know what these guys might fall into big trouble big problem and they might even be killed here so let us send them away so we see that by night Paul and his companions were sent into the next city and that city was Berea which a bit which in Berea was a, a bit different because these guys portrayed a very different character than those in Thessalonica and the scripture refers to them that these guys were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. That is how the Bereans received the apostles in that they got what they were saying and then they received it well and then they went back home and searched the scriptures to find out whether those things were true. The word noble in simple English terms simply means showing a very high political or social status, which could come as a result of being born into the household of a king or being born into the household of a noble person. It could also mean showing a very high character or a very high morality. 
What does the scripture really mean when he said these guys in Berea were more noble than those in Thessalonica? For yet we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26 where Paul said that, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. So, if there were not many among them who were noble, why does the scripture still use the phrase noble while referring to the Bereans? It was referring to the character they portrayed and not in the ancestral line of descent. For not even all could be noble in the flesh. Therefore, the character the Bereans displayed when they received Paul and his companions defined their nobility and not their descent. These characters the Bereans displayed up to this day shaped our way of defining the term noble in the Christian context. And some scholars still use these characters as a module for an, for an ideal Christian response to the word of God. So, what are some of these characters that the Bereans displayed while they received the apostles? One of the characters these guys displayed in that they were diligent seekers. The Bereans, after receiving the word, took it upon themselves to find out if they were true. A diligent seeker is one who is ready to find out for himself if the other party is true, basing on the truth of the word of God. And so, the Bereans were ready to believe in the truth at the expense of tradition. Unlike the Jews in Jerusalem during the time of Jesus, who Jesus referred to them in the book of John chapter 5 verses 39 to 40 and said, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me, and you not come to me that you might have life. These Jews are constantly seeking the scriptures, they are searching the scriptures, but they are not ready to believe in what the scriptures are saying. A Christian not to be a diligent seeker of the word of God. You don't have to take everything said to be true, but you have to prove them if they be so. And just like the Bereans, a Christian must hold the word of God as a sole source of inspiration for right living and not another story or arguments, whether be spoken by a renowned fellow, pastor, evangelist, or another person. For Paul, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4, warns Timothy of, of fables and endless genealogies, which ministers question rather than God's edification, which is in faith. This is how a noble Christian is. They value truth more than tradition and are diligent seekers and not let the word be read for them. They read the word for themselves. They take the word of God for its, for its truth. They really believe in the entirety of the word of God. So take it upon yourself to read the scriptures. Take it upon yourself to find out. Not read, let other men read the scriptures for you. Not let other men read the Bible for you, but you read it for yourself. Another character the Bereans had is that, is that they had a teachable attitude. The Bereans received the word of God with readiness of mind. This means they warmly welcomed what the apostles were saying. A teachable spirit is a precious spirit that receives with gladness what is said or written. If only we could listen more than we could speak, it would make a great impact in our lives. For Proverbs chapter 2 verses 2 says, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart unto understanding. What many forget in this exercise is the second part of understanding. Basically, understanding means the ability to comprehend. Not everything spoken is true and not everything spoken is false. But the understanding of the statement renders so. There are people who listen to a lie and take it for the truth, because that is how they understand. 
Understanding also means perception, but one must never have his own kind of understanding. But the Bible says that for no scripture is for private interpretation. There are people who are gifted and that they could even pack a lie and make it to appear like truth. So it needs the understanding from God. First Corinthians chapter 14 verses 20 says, Brethren, be not children in understanding, albeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. Paul is saying that in understanding you should be a man, you should be a fully grown up person, albeit in malice you should be a child. And again in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 it says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of his of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And again, Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, we do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul was all, always constantly praying for the church that they might be filled with understanding, that they might be enlightened by their eyes being open, the eyes of their understanding being open. And again we see that in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Paul says that, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they are firm. There are men who want to be teachers, there are men who want to be prophets, there are men who want to be all sorts of things in the church, but they don't have the kind of understanding that is from God. And that's why the Bible says that they understand neither what they say nor where they affirm these things from. So, have the spiritual kind of understanding. And this comes from the Word of God. For it illuminates our understanding. And that is why the Bereans, after hearing, went into the Word of God. And they were enlightened that it was the truth. This ought to be the character of every Christian. Make it the habit of studying the word of God every time. For this word will always enlighten your understanding. And you will start to know what is the will of God. You start to know what God wants for you. What God is saying. Another character the Bereans had is that they took pleasure in the word. It is really a very hard thing to continue in the word when one doesn't have the discipline of the spirit. For many people take the word of God lightly and as a result do not see the power of that word and they are ever complaining that the word doesn't work for them. It is time we as Christians start taking God at this word. For Psalms chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of scornful. But this delight is in the law of the Lord, and in, and in his law does he meditate day and night. You shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruits in his season. His leaves also shall never wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. A Christian ought to take God at his word and take delight in the word of God. Read that word as though your life depended on it. Read it as though it is the last thing you are going to do. Meditate on that word. Read it. Meditate on it every day of your life and your profiting will be made known to men. Also, Berea in the Greek means well watered. Just like how we've seen in the previous scripture, that is the book of Psalms, that man is like a, a tree planted by the rivers of water. 
That is how the Bereans were. They were well watered, that means they received good water by the word they had. This is why many of them believed, and as a result, they produced a lot of fruits and good things happened in their life. Generally, how the church in Macedonia is, is how the church today ought to be. For example, we see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8, where Apostle describes how the Thessalonians were. He says, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls, because you were dear unto us. This church was so dear unto the apostles that even Paul was willing to impart his own soul unto them because he really loved these guys and they took God seriously and they took the word of God seriously. And again in First Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 13, which says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you receive it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually works also in you that believe. The Thessalonians, which was part of Macedonia, they received the word of God, not as words of mere men. When these apostles were speaking, they did not just look at these guys as ordinary men speaking. That is the attitude we have to have as Christians. When a man of God is speaking, don't just look at that man and say, ah, maybe he's just speaking what he knows. No. Look at that man as God speaking to you. And as a result, we'll see what happened to the Thessalonians, where Paul says that this word eventually worked in them. And again, we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 5, where Paul said, And this they did, not as we hope, but first gave their own selves to the Lord, and unto us by the will of God. The Macedonian church gave themselves to the word, gave themselves to God, and also gave themselves to the ministry of the apostles. That means they gave their level best. They wanted, they gave, they served these people, they served the apostles in their level best. They tried everything in their own power to serve the Lord. And they gave themselves to the apostles. They gave themselves to the word. They gave themselves to the Lord. That is how the church has to be. Give yourself to the service of God. Give yourself to God. Let God be everything in your life. Let God be the epitome of your life. Let God be everything in your life. For he is the fullness that fills all things. Let your pride be in God. Let everything about you be defined by God. We also see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 8, where the Bible says, for from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God word is spread abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. The Macedonian church had a faith that not only in Macedonia they used to speak about, but also in the region of Achaia and in every place. These guys had a faith, and remember very well that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. These guys soak themselves into the word of the Lord, and as a result, their faith steadily grew, and it was spoken of in all the regions of Macedonia and Achaia. And as a result, these guys received a great reward for their for their faith. The Macedonians were so absorbed in the word of God that they received the words of the apostles as word from the Lord and not mere men. They gave themselves to the service of God and to the service of the apostles. That is how. Christian has to be. If you are a Christian, you don't serve. Please, 
consider what you're doing. For service is part of Christianity. For service is what defines us. For Jesus says, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. That is how a Christian is. A Christian serves one another. The Christians look for the best for one another. The Christians want the best for one another. He wants to help one another. That is how the church ought to be. Whether being knowledge, by teaching other people, by imparting unto them, whether being financially, whether be anything, find a reason to do something for God. Find a reason to help a fellow believer. Find a reason. For the Bible says that in, in the story of Moses, that Moses led out the people so that they could serve the Lord. He led out the people out of Egypt so that they could serve the Lord. That is the purpose of us being in the kingdom, so that we could serve, so that we can extend the hand of God in this world. For God only moves through us. If we allow Him, He will move. He will give Him time. He will give ourselves to Him. He will move and will change everything about this church, everything about this world, because it is in His power to do. Thank you for listening to the Christian Vibe Podcast. See you next time for our new episode.